Hey everyone, you're listening to the Simply Smarter Podcast. Our goal is to help families navigate some of the areas surrounding the college prep process, which includes providing college and ACT-related advice, not just for students, but their families as well. This is my co-host, Caleb. Listen each week to find out how students can score better on college placement tests, learning techniques and methods that build confidence, beat test anxiety, and identify strengths within each student. Don't forget to stay in the know by subscribing to our podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Get Smarter Prep podcast. Uh, we are excited today to have a special guest, Audrey Hazard. She is one of our premier level tutors. She's been with us for over a decade, so we're really excited to pick her brain about some different different things um, about Get Smarter Prep and uh, kind of dig in and, and see what she has to say. Uh, Caleb is on vacation this week, so I thought it would be a really great time to have Audrey on the podcast and uh, have her have her ask, ask some questions and do some rapid fire drill at the end too. So welcome to the podcast, Audrey. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Um, so give me a little bit about your background, some college, uh, your degree, where did you go, what did you graduate with, uh, etc. Where are you from? Awesome. So I am from a little town outside of St. Louis um, in Illinois, very rural, very uh, lots of cows. Mm -hmm. Um, I went a couple of different places for undergrad. So I kind of moved around a little bit. I started at a tiny liberal arts college in Virginia that was called Randolph-Macon Women's College and Mm -hmm. now is just Randolph College, I think. They went co-ed. Sure. At some point, I actually graduated from UMKC with a bachelor in liberal arts, like an interdisciplinary degree, because I can't really ever make up my mind about sure. what I want to do. So <laughs> um, a lot of my coursework is in history, economics, um, women's studies, just kind of a combination of yeah. things. Yeah. Very good. So when you were in college, what exactly did you want to do? Originally, I was set on econ. Mm-hmm. I was going to get my econ degree, go to Northwestern and get an MBA and just be all business. Yeah. And it turns out I find econ kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, in reality, in yeah. In reality, <laughs> it was not as much fun. And I just, I found that I liked history a lot more. I didn't like it in high school. I think the way we teach history in high school is often very boring. Mm-hmm. But the way it's taught in college can sometimes be much more interesting. Mm-hmm. So... As I think is common for a lot of people, what I thought I was going to enjoy turned out to not be yeah, what I really liked. And exactly. I took a, a detour and worked in corporate compliance for years, mm-hmm. sort of in the middle there. So just kind of done several different things. Yeah. Did you, uh, so you went to UMKC, did you just fall in love with Kansas City or were you planning on moving back to St. Louis at some point? I actually moved to Kansas City when I was working for Quest Diagnostics, which is a laboratory company. They mm-hmm. acquired... Lab One, which Mm -hmm. was a local lab company here, and I moved out as part of that acquisition. So I had taken a break and was just doing work things Mm -hmm. and started going back to school at UMKC while I was working here working for Quest also doing the compliance thing. Awesome. I love that. Um, So here's a big question for you. St. Louis pizza. St. Louis (laughs) pizza (laughs) is delicious, but I think that you have to be indoctrinated into it at a young age. Oh, okay. Most people I know who are introduced to it as an adult 
think that it's disgusting and I can't really even judge them for that. Right. Part of it is the crust. Okay, yes, the crust is very thin. It's very crispy. I actually learned how to make it when I lived in St. Louis, so it's very difficult to get yes. right. Um, but it's also about the cheese. Okay. The Provel cheese, which is kind of like a white American cheese. Yep. Kind of melts and blends into the sauce. It's not really like real cheese at all. <laughs> um, but I I grew up with St. Louis style pizza right. and I really enjoy it. But and you I love it. I love it. I do. I don't feel bad though when someone tells me they think it's gross because it's just if you didn't grow up with it. Yeah, you're not offended. Yeah, it's fine. Not at all. It's it, fine. It's, I still have never weird. had it. Right. Emos is probably the the closest. local option. Okay. Yeah, I think there are a couple of small places that do it, but Emos is probably the main one. Sure. Um, and we'll do it sometime. Yeah, for sure. I can't yeah. wait. I'm excited now. I, I mean, I like a thin crust, so yeah, I'm kind of interested. And I like most pizza. Yeah, but it's just exactly. that's a specific kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. And what are your other interests? I know you like to go camping. I do like to go camping. I really enjoy travel. I like being outdoors and hiking. Um, I like cooking mm-hmm. also. Um, part of my my interest in history is in like the history of cooking. I have a historical cookbook collection. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so often I will be, you know, looking for some recipe for something from like World War II because it's just fun wow. to like random yeah. old recipes. Um, what else? I like writing, I like to read. Uh, but those are that's how I probably spend most of my non-work time is mm-hmm. traveling, cooking, reading, or writing. I love it. Yeah. I'm on board with all those things. I like it. Okay. So you've been here for over 10 years, correct? Yes. Yeah. Long time, over a decade. Uh, What are some of the changes that you've seen over the last 10 years, specifically when it comes to ACT, SAT, um, difference in, you know, students or schools? What are, what are, what's changing? What's, what has changed and what kind of do you see for the future? Absolutely. So the SAT as a test has had more changes than anything else in that Mm -hmm. time period. They did a big sort of overhaul of the exam in 2016. They're doing another one coming up in a couple of years. It seems like it just keeps changing mm-hmm. over and over again. Hard to keep up with that too. It is hard to keep up with and it's hard to, I think, prepare because you just don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. The ACT has changed a lot less. There have been a few small things here and there, but nothing as big as the SAT. We've seen some changes in terms of the writing portion in both exams, Mm -hmm. either going away completely in case of the SAT or just becoming way less emphasized with the ACT. Almost no place actually requires it anymore. Mm -hmm. What about students? Have you seen a big change in students? Maybe even like the stress level of students. I've seen students are really, really stressed lately. The last couple of years, I definitely have seen a lot more of that. I think that junior year has been a difficult year for a long time. It was hard for me. Mm -hmm. I often will tell my students who seem really, really overwhelmed that like junior year, my junior year is probably the most stressful year of my life. And it's been a long time and I've done a lot of other things since then. Right. a lot, but it's gotten more so, I think, especially with everything that has changed and gone on the last few years. Yes. A lot of students are just kind of at their breaking point. And I've had students get almost all the way to the test and just say, I can't do this. I have to take time off. I have to come back Mm -hmm. to this later, which 
fair. Sometimes you just need a break and it doesn't always help to push yourself through if you're at that breaking point. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important for people to remember that a lot of people are dealing with it. It's not you uniquely yourself are somehow failing to get through this stressful time. It's a stressful time for everybody. And maybe just you know, give yourself a little bit of grace. Yeah. Oh, that's such good that. advice. I love it. Cause most, you know, most of the time it's, it's your junior year. It's, this is the time to do it. You have to do it, you know, just push through, get this done. But yeah, that's really good. I love that. I love that. You don't have to push the students and, you know, take your time. You can still take it later. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's almost always another opportunity to do it. Like yeah. Oh, I love it. Now you, you not only teach ACT, but also the LSAT. Tell us a little bit about that. So the LSAT is the exam that students take primarily to get into law school. And it is a very different exam from either the ACT or the SAT. There is a lot of logic Mm -hmm. questions and puzzles And for a lot of students, it's just a completely different way of thinking than they've had to do for any of their academic work previously. I think it's a lot of fun, but it also is infuriating. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have had students just completely get overwhelmed, work way too hard, you know, break down and have to take six months off because they're working too hard on the LSAT. Mm -hmm. I had one student just decide to go to Mexico like a week before their test because they were too overwhelmed. Oh, wow. Did they end up taking the test? (laughs) She did end up taking the test, yes. But she said that her husband wouldn't let her study and kept bothering her. So she went to Mexico to finish studying for Elsa. Oh, well, you know, the ocean's very calming, I guess. Yeah, she said she can study by the pool, which I guess if that's what works for you. Okay. Go for it. And do you know how, do you remember how she did? I think she did fine. I think maybe she she put a little bit too much pressure on herself and was mm-hmm. targeting a score that she didn't actually need to go where she wanted to go. So it but, seems. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's funny. You've taken the LSAT yourself. I did. And I did. yeah, tell tell us how you don't have to tell us how you did. I'm sure you did great. But <laughs> yeah, so it was interesting because it had been obviously we all take a lot of we take sections, we work through exams, but it had been many years since I had actually taken an official full length test, Mm -hmm. gone in, signed up, gone through the process. And I think we, it's easy to forget just how stressful the whole experience is and how draining the whole experience is. I was just fried afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I try to hold that memory as I'm thinking through, you know, what our students go through. Yes. Like, it doesn't seem, oh, it's three hours. It's three and a half hours, but it's, it's three and a half stressful. hours where you have to be completely mm-hmm. on and focused the whole time. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And when I was studying, I found myself making mistakes that I tell my students not to make. <laughs> and it was still, I was still doing it. Like I really wanted to do well because I was taking the test officially. So right. I find myself studying at 10 PM mm-hmm. and missing easy questions. And in my head, I'm tired. Thinking, yeah, I'm tired. You're not supposed to study like this. You tell your students not to study like mm-hmm. this. And yet you're still doing it. Right. I forgot to eat. The morning of the exam, which no, is something like I tell all my kids to do. I know, I know. So I understand it's really easy to fall into those traps, mm-hmm. even though I know it's important. I, I empathize yeah. with students who have a hard time. Exactly. I'm, yeah. That's so interesting to put yourself into the position of your students for real and yeah, go through what they go through. So 
So you not only help with the LSAT, but the college prep process as well. In particular, the essay section of the test. You um, have tutored students on the essay section. Um, Tell me a little bit about that and some of the best essays or topics that you've seen or helped with students. Absolutely. So I come in at different parts of the process. Some of the students that I work with have no idea. They haven't even started thinking about topics yet. Some students mostly have their essays done and they just need a little bit of editing or polishing. Mm -hmm. So at any point during there, I prefer though to work with students who are just starting out because they really like the brainstorming process and kind of helping them pick good topics. Mm -hmm. Some topics are it's not that they're bad. They're just not maybe specific enough to the student or don't tell us enough about them. So in my experience, the best essay topics are always a very specific story. Right. Something that if I always tell my students, if one of your friends found this essay on the ground and there was no name on it, they'd know it was you. Oh, yeah. I that's, love that advice. That's the idea. You know, what's a story that you like to tell mm-hmm. just to people? It doesn't necessarily have to be something that makes you sound really smart or, mm-hmm. you know, really cool. It's just an interesting story. One of my favorites was probably from a student who was really into music. Um, I think he played guitar. It's been a few years, mm-hmm. but he wrote about his first time like playing a show. I think he actually went to a bar and yeah. um, afterwards someone tried to buy him a drink and he was oh. like, I'm 16. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it was it was just a fun story of him feeling kind of intimidated by the whole process, but making it in and, and feeling proud of himself that he'd done it. Mm-hmm. But it was very specific. It wasn't about here is some award that I won or a trip that I went on. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It was unique to him. And it was it turned out to be a really good essay, I think. Yeah. I love that. So, and I feel like a lot of students are like, okay, I volunteered here. So I'm going to talk about my, you know, the the process of volunteering, but maybe even better would be, you know, you volunteered and made an impact in this person's life specifically. And here's a story specifically why this person was impacted and how it impacted the student as well. Absolutely. Pick, you know, if you're tutoring for literacy, tell me a story about one kid Mm -hmm. or one project that you did, but the more specific, the better it is. It's more interesting to read and it just gives us a better sense of who you are in those specific moments. Right. Yeah. Oh, such good advice. And speaking of writing, you also like to write. I do. What genre do you like the most? Um, It's tricky because I experiment a lot with different things because I really just like writing. Mm -hmm. Um. I struggle sometimes to come up with plots that are good. This is going to sound so silly, but uh, no, my characters really like to all get along. Okay. And so it's hard for me to make <laughs> conflict. There's no like good guy, bad guy. <laughs> no, everyone's just <laughs> slightly misunderstood. And then they have a nice chat and everything's fine. <laughs> so um, I... It's a short story. <laughs> short stories. Yes. I try to come up, like experiment with other genres so that I can create that conflict, you mm-hmm. know? So let's write a mystery. Let's write this, you know, little thriller thing Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's it's honestly the process of it of sitting down and just trying to come up with things that I enjoy the most even though left to their own devices my characters would just like to have a coffee and talk about life (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those books where everything happens in a coffee shop yes they're normal characters yes they are they are I I think that high drama we just need more modern like Anne of Green Gables like maybe there's some conflict but in the end everyone is lovely to each other Mm -hmm. and it all turns out great that's that's what we all need in our lives speaking my language here (laughs) 
Yeah. Maybe that's why everyone's so anxious and, and just scatterbrained because they're, you know, into all the reality TV and drama and all the, all yeah. the other things. It's like, you just need to be calm. Just chill. Yeah. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. It'll be all right. Do you have a pseudo name? I don't. I don't. I have not actually published anything. I have things that get close mm-hmm. to maybe I could, I could put this on Amazon, but I never quite get there. So maybe someday. That's your goal for 2022. It should be. It is one of my goals for 2022, actually, yes. but it will not be under my name, probably. Because- oh, okay. <laughs> we'll let you in. I'll know. I'll tell you all the secrets, listeners, and then you'll know. I'm, ex- I'm excited to read it. <laughs> Any of it. Okay. So here's a good question for you. What advice would you give your 16-year-old self? 16, 17. Okay. I have a short one and a longer one. The first one is take a nap. Take a nap. Take a nap. I tell a lot of my students that actually. I think Shut your brain off. Yeah. Just take a break. Yes. You can't always be operating at 11. Mm -hmm. And if you do, your circadian rhythms will be ruined for your entire life. Yes. Don't do that. It's not good. Yes. But also, I think that the concept of prioritization is something that gets lost. Mm -hmm. I heard from adults in my life, you have to prioritize this. You have to prioritize this. And somehow in my brain, that became all of these things are all very important. Everything (laughs) is equally 100% important, Mm -hmm. which is not actually what that means. If something is very important, something else has to be less important. Correct. Yeah. So learn how to choose, how to pick Sometimes things don't have to be great. They just have to get done. Mm-hmm. I took a business class years ago. And one of the things the teacher talked about for just managing workloads was define acceptable and stop there. I like it. I think that sometimes people need to hear that. Yeah. Like, let's pick what is the what is what is the minimum mm-hmm. so that I can put my maximum energy somewhere else. Right. We don't have unlimited resources. We don't have unlimited time or energy. Sometimes we just have to stop at good enough so we mm-hmm. can do something else better. Right. Well, because you're not you're not going to excel at every little thing. You know, right. you have your natural talents that are going to make things easier for you. You know, so you right. can do those quickly and easily. And then the other things maybe a lot harder for you. So they are going to take more time, but yeah, exactly. What is acceptable? What can you check off the list and then move on? Exactly. And I think that there's this kind of rush to get through. If I can just get through junior year and get through senior year and get through it and survive, then I'll be in college where everything's magically easier. It's (laughs) not easier. So if you're already burnt out at that point, you're setting yourself up for a really difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how we got that idea that everything would suddenly be fine, but correct. It's just, yeah. It's harder. So right. you need to take a nap now. <laughs> <laughs> take the nap. Right. Right. Well, and enjoy the process, right? I yeah. mean, there's a lot of fun opportunities your junior year and into your senior year. I was talking to a friend yesterday and they said, you know, their, their junior who will be a senior next year is going to be done in December and wants to work for, the second half of her senior year. And I said, but doesn't she just want to enjoy her senior year? Yeah. I mean, you can always work. Right. You know, you can always work. You're going to be working for the rest of your life, but enjoy high school. There's just less pressure in high school than there will be any other time. I could not wait to start working. And my mom told me that. She's Mm -hmm. like, once once you start, 
that's it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be done working right. for 50, 60 years. Like, why are <laughs> that's you? That's kind of depressing. It is. But why are you in such a rush to start? But exactly. sometimes it's helpful to be able to enjoy where you are. Yes. Good advice. Okay. If you could do anything else, like no boundaries, total wish list, what would you do? I have a couple of answers, but they all basically involve two things. They involve writing and teaching. Mm -hmm. Those are my two things. I really enjoy teaching and I really enjoy writing. So one of them is I'm like running writing workshops out of like some remote mountain cabin somewhere and people come and we just like do yoga and write and look at the scenery I'll come. Yeah. I'll come to your cabin. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I think any kind of travel writing would be really fun. I think really any kind of teaching. Like, I even enjoyed doing it when I worked in compliance. I enjoyed giving Mm -hmm. compliance trainings. Nobody enjoys that. That's (laughs) You're a natural teacher. I really enjoyed that. But I think writing um, in my mountain cabin, teaching workshops is like my my number one. I can see it. I'm just, I'm envisioning this right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm loving it. Okay, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. This is kind of fun. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Okay, favorite color? Purple. Animal? Cat. Yes. Food. Mac and cheese. Oh, like a specific mac and cheese? Probably mac and cheese that I made because I'm a snap. Like four cheese, Mm. real breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah. Now you're making me hungry. (laughs) I think I know this answer, but coffee or tea? Coffee. Yes. Early riser, night owl. Night owl, 100%. (laughs) I said that I destroyed my circadian rhythms. That wasn't hypothetical. Oh, right. (laughs) Also, you come into your desk in the morning with three monsters. I usually do, yeah. And then I have coffee later. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. Okay. So if we just want to finish the podcast with maybe like an epic student story. It could be a success story. It could just be one of your favorite students. Uh, what, do you, what do you have for us? I have um, a funny story. Sure. It's not one of my favorite students, but I do think that it is, it's educational. I like funny. Okay. So I had a student many years ago like many years ago, otherwise I wouldn't tell this, sure. who really, really struggled with the exam. She didn't really want to do any of the work. She didn't want to read anything ever. Mm-hmm. She maintained that she never read in school. So why should she have to read on the exam? Hmm. Um, we really struggled to get her scores to move at all. But then when we got her scores, they were suspiciously high. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, but we were going to take it. Okay, fine. You have scores. We're done. Whatever. Well, sometimes, among other things, a big score increase flags to ACT that there might be something amiss. Okay. It's not the only thing. I don't want people to get worried that because their score went up, they're going to think you cheated. But right. Because we have had students improve 12 points and have. It that happens. was a natural increase. But if you go up 12 points and your score, your answers are very similar to the person sitting next to you, oh. maybe then we're going to look at this. Yes. So what they said to do, what ACT said to do is you just have to retake the exam. And she came back to us and said, why don't we do the SAT? Oh, <laughs> because she didn't want to retake the exam. She would not admit to me that she cheated. Oh, no. But yeah, so we did SAT tutoring instead, and her scores did not turn out quite so well. Not but comparable, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't come cheat on. is the moral of the story. Right. Um, you do actually need to read yeah. sometimes. Oh, go figure. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. She also tried to pay me to take the test. Oh, no. Yeah. That's like college admission scandal. It is. It is. It was oh. not. We're not doing that. She acted like she was joking, but... Oh, oh, <laughs> that's even 
more awkward. I know. I don't think she was joking. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Okay. Well, we wish her the best of luck. We do. Th- well, thank you for joining us, Audrey. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes. A fun 20 minutes. And um, if you have any questions for Audrey or just want to say hello, if you're a past student, I'm sure she would love to hear from you. Um, Audrey at GetSmarterPrep.com. And as always, uh, we have free practice tests every Saturday morning. You can sign up for those online um, at GetSmarterPrep.com. So hope everyone has a great week. And thanks again, Andre. Thank you. Thank you.